Today, another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from meteorologists here at 47 ABC WMDT, located out of Salisbury, Maryland. We are forecasters for the Delmarva Peninsula. And for those of you listening from uh, elsewhere in the country, that is just off to the east of the Washington, D.C. and Baltimore metropolitan areas, just south of Philadelphia. For those of you listening from around the world, we're on the East Coast, the Atlantic part of the East Coast. And um, we experience four seasons of weather here, like many places do. But one of our main concerns this time of the year is tropical weather, so we'll talk a little bit about that coming up. But uh, also a lot of action going around here locally. The NFL season just started, and uh, the weather was already impacting a couple games. This week I'm joined again by meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. What's up, man? Hey, hey, Rich. I'm, I'm doing good. You know, definitely a you know, busy weekend here You know, in the weather center, tracking especially on Sunday with the rain. So uh, It was nice we- that we got some, like, well, maybe not for the weekend, right? But... It was, not, you know, the timing's not great whenever any of this comes through, especially when it comes through a little earlier than we were anticipating. But the, Sunday was great from the standpoint of we needed the rain, and it was widespread, and it kept coming. And one point didn't stop, and we were worried about some flooding issues with all that coming through. But you were here manning the uh, controls in the weather center, and you were tracking that throughout the day Sunday, right? No, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, you know, Saturday we had a great day. You know, we had a good amount of sunshine. We started seeing the clouds beginning to increase, you know, indicating that the weather was going to, you know, crumble. And that definitely was the case as we went into Sunday. Um, uh, But, yeah, Sunday, that's when we dealt with the rain, especially over uh, Wicomico, Somerset, and southern Sussex County. That's really the area that we saw just uh, a good amount of rain, where we saw rainfall amounts over an inch of rain. Uh, Fruitland really was the area where we saw over three inches of rain. Uh, Salisbury actually broke a daily rainfall record, which was actually broken from four years ago. So on Sunday, we had 1.64 inches of rain. The previous record was 1.19 set back in 2018. Um, There was a flood advisory that was issued for Salisbury all the way down towards Princess Anne on Sunday. So um, and what I noticed on Sunday was that, you know, even though this was mostly like a light rain, it did pick up a little bit in the afternoon hours. But I noticed it was kind of just almost like that training effect where, it's just the same areas kept getting the rain, and that's pretty much why that flood advisory was issued from you know Salisbury through Princess Anne, um, and then even into parts of Delaware, we just kept seeing that rain over the same areas over those couple of hours. Um, I know other areas on Delmarva were pretty quiet for most of Sunday, but I know parts of the midshore and the upper shore they started picking up a little bit of rain, um, you know, later in the afternoon into the early evening, um, and as you can see, rainfall totals. Um, Really, in other areas like Cambridge and Easton, they 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 did they did decent. You know, they got about three quarters of an inch of rain. Uh, Tangier Island in Virginia got a ha- half an inch of rain. But really, when I looked at other rainfall totals, um, most of the coast once it get kind of missed out. Wallops only got eight hundredths of an inch of rain. So Accomack County, that's um, that's incredible. Right? Uh, pretty much dodged <laughs> out the rain. Um, Dover only saw about a quarter of an inch of rain. So even parts of like Kent County and Delaware, those areas were also the areas that kind of like missed most of that rainfall. Well, it's interesting you bring that up, Accomack County, with uh, wallops receiving just uh, just above a trace when you really consider it compared to the uh, totals everybody else got. It's amazing because I'm watching the radar Sunday, and it looked like several of these waves of uh, heavy rain were trying to cross the lower part of the bay yeah. and just kind of died out as they did so. Accomack, toward the end of the evening, they looked like they were going to get an extended downpour, but it was Northampton County to the south that ended up getting more of the rain than Accomack did. And, uh, yeah, it didn't uh, translate to much. And much of the eastern part of the peninsula you talked about 
needed the rain the most under probably the most severe drought conditions recently. One location in eastern Sussex County in Delaware near Lewis, uh, last drought monitor last week checked in with, uh, they were, they've moved into moderate drought status, right? Yeah. And it was good to see though that one location just down the, just down the road there from Lewis in Georgetown, the county seat of Sussex, would have picked up about an inch, 1.01 inches, yep. right? Which is a decent amount of rain for that part that needed it the most. So it was good to see that some parts of Delmarva that have been under the more extreme drought, um, they did get some much needed rain. But Ulysses, as you brought up, the southern portions of Delmarva and the northern portion didn't get to see much. Yeah, it was uh, just that this. middle portion. Right. And, and it was it was a widespread rain for a lot, but for some, and that usually ends up being the case, didn't uh, pick up that much. But we're moving into the time of the year, right, where we start to see frontal systems move in quicker, so more opportunities for rain. We talked about how a lot of times this time of the year we also get a lot of our rain from tropical landfalling systems. So I'm sure we'll have more opportunities here as we uh, record this podcast on a Monday. We're looking at showers and storms back in the forecast here for later today. So we're hoping to pick up a little more rain, obviously, from that event. But uh, you want to transition to the tropics, taking a look at what uh, the last time we talked here in the podcast, we had all this action going on in the Atlantic, nowhere near land. Hurricane Earl, in fact, was many, many hours off to the east of the East Coast. But we experienced problems here, not from any rain or wind, but from the rip current, from the swells coming out from Earl, and that was it. But uh, that was a problem for beachgoers into the weekend. But other than that, uh, absolutely no talk about tropical weather actually impacting us. So we're looking at this week. What are, what are you seeing? Well, it looks like there's not a lot going on. Um, you know, National Hurricane Center has it mostly quiet here. Um, and, you know, we're kind of, we've already hit the peak of hurricane season. So the climatological peep, peak actually happened this past weekend. But the National Hurricane Center is just showing for two disturbances with a low chance of development and overall though the chances are 20 percent so um these are storms that are coming off the coast of africa but keep in mind though as we make our way deeper into september and as we eventually transition into october our focus will eventually shift more from away from africa you know from the african coast uh, more towards the caribbean and the gulf of mexico and that will be the hotbed of development as we go into october so uh that's how we're going to be you know transitioning over the next couple of weeks but it looks like overall low chance of development but you know still have to keep an eye on it but it looks like we're it's been an interesting hurricane season that's for sure and like rich mentioned you know we had two storms that were just uh fish storms that were just making their way uh you know curving out into the atlantic i know uh when it comes to earl it did impact you know bermuda uh with some tropical storm force winds and like rich mentioned earlier the fact that we did get some uh rip currents you know rip currents up uh i know we talked about this in some earlier podcasts over the last year or two but uh Rip currents is actually tends to be the number one um, weather fatality um, over parts of Delmarva. So it is, uh, so you know, when we stress that rip current graphic, we really do mean it because it is technically um, the main weather killer besides the heat here on the peninsula. Right, and, and very important to remember that. And opportunities, unfortunately, for us to experience that more as we go later into September into October as uh, that. Uh, transition into fall does bring more opportunities for tropical weather and rip currents can be the result sometimes of not even tropical storms just having a storm off the coast yeah. and a consistent wind coming in off the water and the upwelling and the churning creating that uh, rip current effect so you know speaking of transitioning something probably a little lighter noted but i was going through <clears throat> my twitter feed yesterday and uh, i happened to catch a meteorologist out of alaska posting a fall foliage report for the state of alaska and getting that uh, feel that falls just around the corner. There are parts of the state that are already past peak up there 
with their leaves changing. So we know that it's coming, the first fall foliage map of the season. Taking a look at that as we're getting closer and closer to the actual beginning of fall, but of course the transition over to leaves. Um, a lot that has to do with that is drought conditions at the end of a summer can impact how bright the colors the leaves are by the time we get to the fall foliage. If the trees are drought damaged, um, they won't you know, be as vibrant with the leaf change um, as opposed to maybe coming out with a wetter than normal um, summer. So I noticed that even back toward the D.C. area, some of the trees a little brown, turning a little earlier, the, the colors are a little more muted, but hopefully we'll have a decent fall foliage season coming up. And speaking of fall, first weekend of uh, football games, pro football games, the NFL getting started. Um, the weather was a factor. We always look into fall. That kind of makes games exciting. I think from a weather standpoint, I know some people out there don't agree, especially for those of you who are legally betting on these games in some states um, it's, <laughs> or, or in a fantasy football league, not exactly excited about weather impacting the games. But I think it kind of makes it for a neat experience. I don't know about you, Ulysses. I know you're a big Dolphins fan, right? So when the storms do come, sometimes down in uh, Miami, it creates some problems out there in oh, the field with an open-ended stadium. But we saw that during the uh, week are the first slate of games, some of these games were impacted by rain. Notice in Washington, it was uh, the, the Commanders game that was impacted, but they have a new field out there. So it actually had a test, an early test with all the rain. It actually did pretty well. But uh, there were some other games, I think, impacted that. You were talking about, you saw a few. Uh, yeah, I saw. I think I saw like um, the Bears game. In, uh, so that's more associated with the cold front, not the rain that we got on Sunday, but right. the, the, disturb, the storm that we're going to get on Monday. That cold front on Sunday was over parts of the Great Lakes, and I saw that the Bears game, that field uh, was just all slop towards the end of yep. the game. And I, I even saw like how uh, towards the end of the game, how the players decided just to slide out yeah, into I the grass. Yeah, I did see that. Because, that was uh, pretty cool. So because of <laughs> just how the field was just being handled. So, you know, it was just definitely a, a sloppy mess there. Um, I know also the, the Ravens, they played in um, in New York, you know, versus the Jets. So they also um, they also had to deal with the rain as well. So, um, you know, definitely some of our local teams um, definitely did deal with the weather. Obviously, the Eagles, our other local team, they did not because they played in Detroit, and that's inside. That's stadiums inside when it comes to Ford Field. So uh, right, always uh, helps to be in a dome this time of the year, especially for the colder weather teams. Not necessarily because of the threat for snow, but as we do get into these fall systems, they could be blustery, rainy. Just the elements become more of a problem yeah. in a lot of these places. But that's always something interesting to watch during the year. Of course, we don't talk about snow games usually until. We get into the fall, well into the fall. We always look to what Green Bay for that, and yeah. Minnesota even with an open air stadium now. You know, for yeah. many years they had a dome. Now they have the open air stadium. In the past couple of years, so that'll be interesting to watch. Um, I always get a little geeked out when it snows and be able to watch the teams play in the snow. I always think that's kind of fun to watch and you know see how that transpires. But I'm sure, not very happy for most of the players out there, especially the kicking game that doesn't do as well yeah, in it. the bad weather. We saw a little bit of that too. Um, just a note, and another play that popped up during the Commanders-Jacksonville uh, game, I saw a couple passes there where the receivers, and I know they wear gloves and they put some of the tack on, the, on their you know, gloves to be able to catch the ball better, but just these short passes and these guys trying to catch a legitimate pass and just completely dropping it because of the wet weather, uh, the ball's being wet there in the game. So something we watch, obviously, this time of the year, it gets kind of interesting with those games out there, but... Uh, what we're counting down the days here to fall. Yeah, astronomical fall. We're about a, a week, away, uh, you know, just about ten days away. So on the twenty second, we'll officially make our way towards astronomical autumn already. So um, and we're gonna get a taste of that type of weather uh, later this week. Where you know, behind that cold front on Monday, 
Uh, we're going to start seeing some, you know, rush, some little rushes of cooler air pushing in, especially in our night times by the weekend. We're going to be waking up into the 50s. We did get some 50s on Saturday, this past Saturday, uh, before the rain arrived. And that was actually the first time that Salisbury actually saw 50s in almost two months. But we're now going to see a little bit more of a wave of 50s for our lows. So that's definitely going to be, um, you know, welcoming taste. Even Friday, we might not even see our high temperature hit 80 um, with sunshine around. It was, you know, different than what we had on right. Sunday where... You know, we struggled to hit 80, but it was because of the fact that we actually saw a good amount of cloud cover and rain. But right. But, you know, under fair weather, we're going to see our temperature struggle to hit 80 on Friday. So that's going to be a, a welcoming treat um, across the area where we can start shutting off little by little our AC um, across the area. Um, I know I'll be happy about that. Yeah. Drive sure. that bill down a little bit. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> um, you know, another th and one other thing to keep in mind is that even though on the equinox, you know, we'll hit, um, you know, that's. The definition is you know, equal days, equal nights. We usually don't get that 12 hours until a couple days after. So it'll be more towards the 25th or the 26th is when we'll actually get that 12 hour um, you know, of daylight and nighttime across the area. So we'll actually get a couple of extra days, you know. So. There you go. There you go. So I know a lot of people are rooting for this to happen. A lot of people are upset. I'm, I'm kind of in between. I'm excited to see what fall brings here on Delmarva. Growing up in Maryland, I always came out here, but it was during the summer to go to the beach. You know, that's my imprint of memory for being out here. So I'm kind of excited to see what it's like for the seasons to change here close to the coast. And um, it'll be a little different. I know a lot of people, obviously, heat and humidity, it'll be easier on them. It'll be easier on everybody in general from that standpoint. But um, I have to ask you personally, and I know I've put you on the spot about this before, Ulysses, but are you a fall fan or not? I'm a, I'm a fall fan. I just okay. I love the weather. I just like the, you know, that crisper air, the lower humidity, the cooler times, you know, and the fact that, you know, we have football season there you go. around and, uh, you know, baseball's wrapping up, you know, with the World Series and the playoffs. So, you know, I just think, and then the fact that, you know, we have all the sports almost all on play as well. So it's just a, it's a really fun time of the year. I, I really enjoy, you know, especially, uh, you know, the month of October and even parts of November as well. Right. So. Well, that's, I think we may have even talked about this before because, I mean, you being from Florida, southern Florida and that, yeah, um, uh, this is probably something you didn't experience that much growing up, right? This nah, type nah, of seasonal I, change. No, yeah, I mean, the only change I got was a, you know, rainy season and then eventually just a, a dry season. Right. And then maybe, you know, the occasional day where, you know, when you get that cold front and they say, hey, it's uh, it's not flip-flop weather anymore, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I saw that there, your criteria for a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the cold weather warnings, like your windshield warnings and your, you know, stuff like that is much, uh, the criteria, you, you don't need to have as much of a, a temperature drop for that to happen. I think that they issue yeah. windshield warnings for much higher windshields down there, what, 40s and 50s? It's like 30, yeah, like yeah. upper 30, like windshields, I think in the 30s and 40s, but 40s, I, yeah, I think, right. lo, but I think the lows can be down into like the low 50s or even upper 40s, and yeah, yeah. So like, I, I think I'd seen that a few times from the National Weather Service down there. I was like, well, you know, it's all about how your bodies are conditioned and yeah. you know what people are used to and what they expect. I can understand that, but you know, for us, that's almost kind of borderline refreshing after a hot summer. But uh, no, yeah, you know, yeah, we're we're already getting there. So like, you know, in a couple of weeks. So if you're not a fan of the heat, be patient. If you're a fan of the heat, make sure to soak it in as long as you can you know and there's one benefit too i think being on the coast here this time of the year we're in that transition um from you know the busy season and there are less you know there are less people out here some more opportunities maybe explore the beaches i'm going to do that with acetate because there's a little more room to move around now and it's still warm enough obviously yeah. to be at the beach so we do have that little window of time here that uh, i i'm kind of excited about as we call it the off season where it's you know 
uh, the weather's still appropriate to <laughs> no, hang yeah. out outside for at least an extended period of time. So, all right. So uh, exploring what's happening here with the season of fall, which is right around the corner. You heard it from Ulysses. We're going to talk more about that, I'm sure, in the coming weeks here with all the good stuff that fall has to offer. And I know some festivals going on around town. Um, that we'll be able to uh, enjoy, and hopefully the weather will cooperate with that. But uh, tracking the tropics, keeping an eye on things. We'll be back next week, of course, with an update on all of that. And we hope you can join us then for another edition of WeatherWise from the meteorologist here at 47 ABC, WMBC.